0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers One Mike, Season Six, Episode Eleven. And today we're going to be talking about what you might be thinking or doing when you know your time is up here on this mortar coil. Bit more morbid topic today, but uh, going to be an interesting one for sure. Tony, how's it going today? It's going good. I, I don't,
1: I don't think this is a morbid topic. I, I think this is a necessity uh, as far as something needs to be discussed, and yeah. I think. Well, I guess I guess by the end of this show, everybody will have their own draw their own conclusion. Maybe they already have their own conclusion, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think there's a lot to that goes into
0: this show. And excuse me, everybody, I think there's a lot to be said here. So, yeah, I'm just I, I don't know that that uh, it's it's just one of those things that doesn't cross our mind every day uh you know it, it's not something that we could really live by because let's face it if you're every living every day as if though it's your last one it's like that could really go one of two different ways i mean what if you're dealing with somebody who's not mentally stable <laughs> they just figure hey it's but oh, i'll stay that's, a, that's a whole different that's a
1: whole different ball game uh, i think this is more about the people that are mentally
0: stable um yeah let, let's I, let's preface let's preface by saying this is for our our folks who are uh you know, just your basic run of the mill, because it really could go. I, I had mentioned to our father that we were doing this, uh, this, this, you know, this topic, and uh, that was well, that was his, that was actually his concern. He's like, well, it's, it's almost subjective. I mean, what if we're dealing with a lunatic? That could go a whole other way. <laughs> well, that's very true, Dad. That's very true,
1: <laughs> Dad. <laughs> not what are doing? Well, see, that's, listen, that's that, that's that, how many do you know, several decades of police work in him? Uh, I think he's dealt with that <laughs> situation. Okay. So many times that, yeah, yeah, he's not sure, yeah, how the percentages will go. I guess we're going to find out uh, here real soon yeah. Um. on our podcast. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you something. We'll go off the cuff here, Uh, way off the cuff here. Let me tell you how, how my day is going. Okay. Living life to my fullest here, folks. Uh, I'm glad I, I, this, this, boy, you, I, boy, this could get morbid when you say, I don't know if this is my last day or not. Right. But I don't think it is. Okay. And I hope not because how my day ended so far when it comes to working was I got into a fender bender. I'm lucky to be sitting here right now, Joe, not because it was a bad accident at all. I might've been going a whopping three miles per hour um, Gentlemen in front of me, a light, 15 to 20 cars full of GM workers who want to get home. They don't want to be there anymore. Different story. I don't want to be there. I want to get home. I got a podcast to do. The light turns green. I'm like the 15th car back. And while I'm back there, okay, while I'm back there and the light turns green, everybody releases from their brake and starts moving. I see a gum wrapper. And I can't get my eye off of it. It's not my gum wrapper. Maybe I could blame this on my kids. So I don't know. Nope. But I uh, I see the gum wrapper. So we're going. So I just go to reach and grab it. And for whatever reason, everybody in front stops. And boom, right into this guy I go. A whopping three miles per hour. Uh, car door opens. Everybody falls out. I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, is this really going? Is this really happening? Right. It's been forever since I've been in any type of fender bender at all. Uh, and so he gets out nicest kid on the face of the earth. He works with me, but I've never met him. You work for, you work in these plants. There's people you've never met and you never will meet, uh, that you're working with. And, uh, we pulled over to the side of the road and we had to exchange the insurance information and, on the phone with the insurance agent and then get all that stuff taken care of. And, and then on my way home, I'm just thinking to myself, it's just, it, it's so weird. The show we're going to do today, that right there was minuscule. It was minimal compared to what we're talking about today. And it's already, already taken care of and everything's going to be taken care of. And I, I I tell you what, I handled that well, hundred percent my fault though. One hundred percent my fault. Don't tell him I said that.
0: I don't think I need to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not telling him about the podcast. Maybe he already watches it. Maybe that's where he recognized me from. Maybe it really wasn't work. Maybe he actually watches the podcast. Maybe we'll have him on. I don't know. I don't know how, what, what, what would the title of that podcast be? I mean, like, I don't think it fits the narrative
0: of the show at all, really today we're talking about fender Benders and when people hit you from behind in a long line of traffic I, I don't Yeah, <laughs> and our podcasters podcasters
1: driving angrily right our podcasters gone uh, driving like, distracted
0: you know, Driving stri- podcasters gone wild but that's oh that's my- that's a whole other type of podcast yeah yeah we'll get pulled we'll get pulled right off of Spotify okay so on to today's show God, uh <laughs> um yeah Yeah. I, you know what? I looked at some of the things I know, uh, and I'm just going to say this as we segue into, into the meat and potatoes of today. Um, you know, I, I, I was able to watch some of the, uh, the videos that I could tell we have a joint account on our YouTube. And so I was able to see some of the things where you've gotten a lot of your material from and I watched a few of them. Uh, and so, yeah, I'll tell you, I think one of the things, um, uh, that, 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 really was interesting i don't know if you watched it or if it was just showing me you know like the the type of videos that you may want to watch because you viewed these ones you know what i mean right right and so it was uh three people who were terminally ill uh and they were giving their insight on what it what it's like to be you know in this in this uh uh in that sort of situation where circumstances right dire their their terminal you know uh well i'll tell you i i could only watch one of those um they had it was interesting um uh, they had very positive outlooks they had very uh i i mean mind you I, I venture to say these people have gone through the initial shocks the um you know they, they've already dealt with uh the you know we always hear you have to get your what is it get your affairs in order uh you sure. know they They've already uh, have, have dealt with these things and now they're just here waiting, you know and and so I, I, I gotta, you know I could you could only assume, right? Um, right because we've never been there that that at some point there is some sort of acceptance of the situation, not to say acceptance to a point where they're not sad or afraid or but an acceptance of no this is this is going to happen. As yeah. opposed to, I know, uh, one of the other studies that you were looking at were those who, um, who were just given the, given the scenario, what if, yeah, um, it was interesting in the conscious of those two, but I'll, I'll let you pick it up from there.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't, the video you're talking about, I, 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 I didn't see that. Um, I haven't seen those videos, uh, but uh, I did watch a couple other ty- uh, videos, and I did look at a couple studies. Actually, there's a, there's more than one. There's a lot of studies out there. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But that particular video you're talking about, I did not see. What are you doing stalking me on YouTube, by the way? You're watching what I'm watching on YouTube.
0: We have a you joint YouTube account. I can't help, did man. You when I go... You-
1: you have got to be able to see how many '80s videos <laughs> that I
0: that I played. I scrolled through. I scrolled through all the what is this Justin Timberlake thing that you were stuck in? The uh, '90s thing. I was me, I was shocked. <laughs> At
1: work, I'm the DJ for an hour in a certain okay. genre. We have a Bosey system, and I switch it up. I go country. I'll go Motown. I'll go. I then people were
0: people want JT. They get JT, uh, and I have no problem with that. That's, like, you know what it is is that that's that that's how it is in gm um you know we we all have those those other speaker systems but only at gm do they have a bosey system oh, it's just whenever. bose it's just bose man it's just people. yeah oh isn't it <laughs> yeah i'm going with bosey i'm sticking with it
1: oh uh, okay <laughs> so anyway it's at this one job and so whoever's on that job they get to the dj some guys got to get off that thing. Uh, but I mean, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Everyone gets a turn. We, we, we share is what it is. Um, I didn't see the one study you're talking about. I did see yeah. another, I did, are the video. I did see a couple other videos and I did look at a, a several studies where they talked about interviewing people. I don't know personally, by the way, if I would want to know. Maybe I changed my mind by the end of the show. Uh, man, it, it's it's very... Again, you can only, you're, you're, you're kind of like assuming how it goes in that situation. But the studies were interesting because the, the thing about this was, the way I look at this is, is it going to make you more hyper-focused on accomplishing goals in life? If you do know, you know, in terms of terminal illness or even people on death row, that's what the study was about, by the way. These studies were about, by the way. Or if you're somebody who is just pre you know, presented with the idea, you as far as you know, you're gonna live another 50 years, but you're presented right. with the idea. Mm-hmm. Two different aspects and people handle that question in two different ways. So, you know, is it stress, is it anxiety, if you know, or is it completely hyper focused on on the task at hand and really getting out there and, and 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 off the cuff, we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, like the bucket list and things like that. But um, it's it's so intriguing when you think about it. And sometimes it can it can stress you out just thinking about it. And that's what's interesting, Joe, is these studies that I was looking at. They interview people and they ask the question, who are people who are terminally ill or people who are on death row? People who know that death is imminent or are, are not imminent. We all know death is imminent. But they know exactly, or at least in, in a roundabout way, a certain time frame, when they're going to, you know, their demise is at hand. And it was so weird because they asked a question to them and then they asked the question to people who, as far as they know, are extremely healthy, living a good life. And, you know, who knows, they could be in their twenties, their thirties, their forties, and they think they have a good 45 to 50 years to go. Um, or people who were in their sixties who are feeling good and thinking, I don't know, I could live to be 98. There's no reason why I can't. And so when you ask those people that same question, completely different answers and it seemed like a hundred percent of the time completely different answers as well. The people on death row, the people who are uh, facing facing terminal illness, basically looked at life very appreciative of the things that that they've seen, the things that they've accomplished. I kind of I, I'm going to bring something up here in a second um, in terms of um, really appreciating loved ones, friends and family, Um, the time they got to spend together with them, Um, the, the things they did accomplish in life, the goals that they did achieve. And that's the way they looked at it. I kind of find it so intriguing that people who are on death row really looked at life and were appreciative. Because to me, if you're in that situation, there are things that have
0: happened that you're really trying to forget or... Sure. Uh, l- l- listen, I could tell you this. Uh, after now, when I worked in the jail, the, these are people that that I essentially worked with. Now, not all of them, you know, were given, uh, were given what do you call it? Were uh, set up for execution, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 were being sent to death row, I guess would have been the easiest way to put that. Anyways, not all of them were... But you had a lot of people that were in there for murder, you know, um, that was one of the main areas I worked when I worked with the inmates. Now that said, they, they, they still had a regard for life, just not those who were against them. Like they still cared about their family. They still loved their parents. They said, in fact, one, one inmate, uh, uh, who I'd, uh, it was a young kid. Um, I talked to him, he was like 16. He was being tried as an adult though. And, uh, I had a conversation with him and asked him, you know, why, you know, why wouldn't you just, you know, get up and like, you know, get up and leave instead of, instead of being a part of, of what was going on at that time. Uh, it was very, a lot of gang related activity in, in the area where he lived. And, uh, you know, he explained to me, he said, listen, even if you do that, um, you know, they know that you're going to attend your mother's funeral. Right. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So, so, you know, and, and mind you, this is coming from like, I believe the kid, the kid was 16 years old. That's the mentality. So they, they, they do have a regard for life, but it's, it's, it's very, it's very self-centered. Um, So they can appreciate, you know, those things like family and, and the stuff that you're talking about. It's just, excuse me. It's just that if, if you cross them, well, you know, there's that whole and you know, how that goes.
1: Let's keep this. Yeah. Let's keep this in mind. It's not always that situation either. No. Um, no. um, You know, so, um, well, usually death row is a life for a life basically. So you've done something to take someone else's life. Yeah. Um, and, and you were guilty as charged and those are very good points. Uh, the environment around you kind of dictates how you have to think. Your thought process is different. And, you know, people that aren't in that situation don't get it, so to speak. I guess that's a different show. Um but, but good is. points that you're making that are answering questions that I had when I was first looking at these studies. Um <clears throat> it, it's it's sad for sure. Uh no other way to put it. Easiest word you can use there is sad. A hundred percent. So these people though, they, they do look at life with good regard. They, they're, they're appreciative. They're, they're appreciative of family and friends. They still have that love for them. Like you said. Um, and even people with terminal illnesses, um, they're very focused in getting things done. They're very focused on that bucket list that we're going to talk about in a little bit. They're very focused on, um, uh, things in the past. They like to reflect a lot of reflection, and a lot of looking back at what they accomplished, what their needs were, what their wants were, what they accomplished, and the good times and the bad, and they're appreciative of both. Now, when you look at the people who don't know, and you just give them that hypothetical situation, you ask them to imagine if they knew, okay? This is a whole different ballgame. They start talking about feelings of loss, missing out on things they never accomplished. Um, The the dreams that would die when they die, um, just feeling like horrible inside and out about even thinking about that situation and causes major anxiety and major stress to even talk about. So it's kind of amazing how you would think it would be maybe at times the exact opposite. You would think that people who know that they're okay, that they're not in those situations, Would be a little more free going about it and able to talk about it because it would be in the back of their head. Well, it's not happening. I'm good, you know. I'll talk about it, and you would think the people that are facing the imminent death would be more stressed, more anxiety, more. I hate this world. I hate this life. I hate everything. And and I'm not saying it doesn't happen in those ways at times. But in these studies I was looking at, it's amazing the percentages that were right on, spot on with what
0: we just presented to our audience today. And I'll tell you something too. Uh, you know, when you, you were saying that about, um, uh, you know, how people start to think, well, don't forget, we have a lot of people who feel like, well, if we, if I, if I say it, it'll happen. Right. It's like, these are the people that will, not that won't fill out a living will, <laughs> you know, because they're like, well, once I do that, what, once you do that, nothing changes, but, but, you know, they're, they're so worked up over just the whole idea and trust me, I get it. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I get it. Uh, yeah. uh, but I think that's a lot of the reason why when you're not, when you have no reason to believe something like that's going to happen, and then you're put into the position of of how would you respond? Like, it's like, you, you're real super careful what you're saying, too, because it's like, well, I don't want to say it and then it will happen. It's yeah. weird, but it's us as humans. It's what well, we
1: If anybody out there has not listened to this show from beginning to end, meaning not this particular show right here, but all the episodes, uh, season one, when we were audio only, uh, and Joe should probably put that particular podcast its one of our most listened to podcasts uh, in the description of this podcast, not because I think people should hear it, but I just want Joe to have more work to do. No, seriously, Uh, Joe should put that description in this podcast because what he's talking about is in fear of anxiety. He's very transparent about his own, uh, thinking processes and how, uh, they were almost his demise. Uh, and, and slowly how he had, to, he had to change slowly. He had to change that thinking process. And there's a ton more that goes into that, oh, but, yeah. um, uh, for sure. That's what Joe's talking about. So definitely if, Joe includes that in the description today of this podcast. Check out Fear of Anxiety, all audio only. We don't sound as great in uh, in those au- early audio shows, but the point being made uh, is that it's very intriguing to listen to. And if anybody out there is suffering from that type of fear uh, of anxiety and and all the repercussions and all the all the problems that that presents, um, might be something you want to listen to. You're not there. You're not alone. I think is is the the basic. Uh, uh,
0: premise of what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, it really should have been titled fear and anxiety. Um, what would I, would I, it's not a diagnosis. It's just what it was. I had this huge, uh, it, it's medical anxiety, right? Uh, you know, this is wrong. What if this is wrong? What if they missed this? What if, and I literally put myself in a position where, uh, I, I just, I, I, I was stuck in this loop. And no matter what I did, I couldn't get out of it. And it, it it's insane. Uh, it was. It, there's nothing worse than knowing that what you're doing is wrong, but you can't stop it. I, I mean, it was it was totally insane. But yes, definitely listen to that episode. You will get a better idea for what I'm talking about. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I agree. I listened to that show probably two or three times. So, and I was I was actually part of that show. So um, I I would agree hundred um, percent. Let's go to an ad. I almost forgot what I was going to say. just. Let's go to an ad. And when we come back, I want to touch on the extraordinary measures that people will take when they know when their demise is going to happen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers
0: One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from t Bump. Once again, we're talking about KitchenABS, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread supercakes. You can rest assured KitchenABS has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional. Then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this is... These mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So Joe and I just did another show uh, while we were in intermission, Um, but uh, we just started discussing this show. I don't know where we're going to, and I thought to myself, should we be talking to to the T-Bomb audience about this? So before we we get into what I said we were going to get into after the ad in terms of extraordinary measures that people take, I know Joe wants to add something, and this might be the perfect spot for it. So, Joe, it's
0: all on you. Yeah, so, okay, listen, being a man of God, and we're talking about death, how remiss would I be not to say anything when it comes to salvation? Now, listen, I'm not going to beat anybody up today. I'm not going to be, you know, throwing tons of verses out or anything. Just just hear me out. A few things. First of all, for those of you that are listening to this and you're like, well, this ain't me. Like, I'm not. I have no reason to believe it. I, I want you to understand something. A few things, Um, I, I, you know, to kind of kind of see where I'm coming from here. Not that you have to, but I, I think it might help. Number one, you should know that you've been dying since the day you were born. Every minute you've been on this earth is one less minute you're going to be on this earth. I mean, you're you're born dying, okay? So understand that even if you weren't given that bad doctor's report or, or even if, you know, what have you, nothing has happened to you where you're on this, 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 uh, uh, downward spiral you're still on this downward spi- spiral so it still applies these things still apply uh you know just we feel like and this is our number one mistake we have time and and that's where we where we falter as a human race okay everybody automatically assumes that there's time the other thing I know that it's real easy especially for our younger audience, I I, trust me, I'm not picking on you. I just know how I thought when I was younger. Okay. This, ah, that, that happens to other people. That, that, well, thank God it was him and not me. That happens to other people. You need to understand that every one of us is, is someone else's other people. Like, like there's people that are walking down the street right now. I'm their other people. Okay. So it still applies. Don't think that you're, you know, this 10 foot tall bulletproof attitude um, you know, on approaching life is, is not ever going to work out well for anyone in the end, especially if you're not considering the fact that you will one day pass away, that is going to happen. You say, well, that's not going to be till I'm 89. You don't know that. I mean, you can't tell me that you've never known anyone to pass away. What would be before their time? Oh, they were young. That can be you. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing that, that prevents that We're not guaranteed one moment. It's become cliche, you know, how how you don't, you know, not one day is guaranteed. And you hear it so much that it just becomes a thing. But it's true. It holds true. And so I put it to you that, again, you need to make sure that you've got yourself right, not just with, yes, with God, of course. But, it, I mean, you know I'm going to say that. But with the people in your life, with, with your finances, with your, I mean, this is why it's always important to uh, uh, have the right attitude with the way that you approach life and live it for the moment. Have plans, but live it for the moment because, man, I'll tell you, 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 you spend all your time worrying about tomorrow. For all you know, tomorrow may never come. Yeah. And now I mean,
1: you missed just, out. Yeah. That man, and it's, it's not just that, that, doesn't have to be morbid. That's just, that's a fact. That's
0: all. It is. It, it, actually, is it is a fact. And I, I oh, man. I'm going to tell you right now, this this is actually a whole other show about living in the yeah. moment, but I can tell you, I I have found, especially when it came to dealing with anxiety, that that living in the moment deal, living just for this moment right here, right now, uh, has pulled me out and prevented it. I am so much more relaxed. It is about, so we definitely need to do a show on that, and it needs to be in the near future, but, but I, I, I'll say this, okay? These things are important, but what I am mostly concerned for is that I'm hoping that if there's somebody who's actually going through, you know, it, it's going to be in the title, it's going to be in the description what this show is about, and if there's somebody who's actually toward they've gotten that bad news, because again, it's it's going to be in the, as Tony puts it in the in the the, the well, I want to say well afford I want to say well it's going to be the rule of, of yes. And if they stumble across this this podcast, I, I want to say something because when it comes to that idea of salvation, of getting yourself right with God, I could see an easy end for the lie to be told, oh, now you want to go to God. Oh, now you're going to try mm. after you know you're going to, he doesn't want, it's too late. I want you to know it's never too late, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to explain it to you. And here's why I am going to beat you up with the Bible because this it's in it's in it's in it's in the gospel. There was three crosses. There was Jesus' son on one, as we know, in the middle, and on either side of him were thieves. One thief was ridiculing Jesus. The other one sticks up for him, and then asks. Jesus to remember him when he goes into his kingdom. He got saved right there on the cross. Mid well within the hour, hours I don't know. They didn't make it through that day, and and, and, because Jesus even told them he would be in his kingdom with him. Okay, that was down to the wire after the crime was committed and the man was in the middle of his sentence, and he still had the opportunity to be saved. So do not believe that lie, if that's where you're at right now and you're worried about that, this is, this is, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's too late for me because it's going to seem, I'm going to seem like, you know, uh, you know, like, 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 like you totally disregarded him. and, And now that you want something, no, no, he's waiting. He's, he's still waiting for you. Okay. Make it a point and get yourself right with him, him as well. For sure, because you're gonna see him soon or later. Because listen, as I said before, we're all born dying. And so this doesn't just go for those who have gotten that bad news. It really goes for everyone. We need to get ourselves right with God. I know for me personally, it's it's through accepting Jesus Christ as the one and only way to be your savior, to be Lord of your life.
1: Yeah. And and I do how come you didn't say go Bible on them. You said something else. That's not, that's not your, you're beat him up. It. I wasn't going to beat him up with the, Oh, you go Bible on him is what I'm expecting from you. When you say, yeah, that that's of- I forgot, I forgot, it, but I told you it wasn't yeah. mine. That wasn't my saying. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to move on. Yep. Oh, I, I got to say this because it drives me nuts. Um, and, and I know that, that this let's, let's, let's make a note of this so that we can use this to talk about in another show. Um, I was watching a video where a guy was talking about people not knowing about when they're going to die. And he said this, they don't know when they're going to die. He he says this, he says all of us, he's talking about everybody. He says, and we don't know when we're going to die and we don't know where we're going to go. And I was like,
0: "I, I know. <laughs> and, and 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 there's and it's, it, it's it's so, yeah. well the the biggest problem there is you have a lot of folks who still believe that um, God is some some white haired man who sits on a cloud and throws lightning bolts at people and uh, what you know if you're good you go to heaven if you're bad you go to hell and I mean that's that's not I don't know how that ever probably through, you know, cartoons or whatever. We just kind of adopted this, this weird understanding of it. And, and nothing could be further than it's true. The fact is he loves you. He wants a relationship with you. That's the end of the story. Loves you. And he wants a relationship. I don't care what you do, what you've done, who you, who you talk to loves you. He wants a relationship with you. The end. And, and so I I just, I
1: like, that was in my head ever since I heard that guy say that I'm like, yeah, that's like a whole, we could talk about that for two and a half hours, and sure. that's just the furthest thing from the truth. That was the one thing in that video that I watched that I was like, no, <laughs> but obviously he couldn't hear me. <laughs> sure. I couldn't hear him sure. during the video. No, no. um, kind of 180, but not extraordinary means that people take when they know, when they know that this is, you know, their their, their demise is close at hand uh days weeks hours um probably not hours for some of the things that they'll do uh i'm trying to think of the the best way to to put this uh we all we were trying to say the word championing and a champion well well, let's be very transparent championing championing
0: (laughs) i think that's it There, championing yeah i don't know that it's a word
1: Folks, so we were in the ad when we were at the break. We, I couldn't say the word. He couldn't say the word. And then I said, "How about promoting?" <laughs> let's just go with promoting, promoting a movement. And and um, people love that. You see this happen all the time, Joe, with people who uh, are dying. You know, let's say those who are terminally ill, and they promote a movement, a foundation that they want to start, or in 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 order to give more awareness more understanding of the very disease that is taking their own life. And the one thing that always sticks in my head and all my eighties people out there, uh, a lot of times, even if you didn't like sports, everybody knows the Jimmy V foundation, Jimmy Valvano. Uh, he was a uh, coach, uh, college basketball coach, won an NCAA double NCAA championship. Uh, I can't remember the year they won. I think it was 1982 correct me if I'm wrong out there, folks, but, um, NC state and, uh, dying of cancer. And he received the Arthur Ashe award at the ESPYs on ESPN. He got up on stage and gave anybody who doesn't has never heard this. Just Google Jimmy Valvano, Arthur Ashe, ESPY award speech. And uh, it is a fantastic speech where he talks about cancer cannot take his heart. They cannot take his mind. And, uh, he raised so much money for cancer research based on that platform that he used, even knowing that his demise was close at hand. And, and so I always think about that when it, the extraordinary things that people will do in a moment when they know that their, their time here is very limited uh, and they have a, a a good idea of when that time is.
0: So there's there's that. Um, and you know, there's one other I wanted to talk about, Tony. I looked up real quick. If yeah. you look up, uh, he was a doctor, Doctor Randy Posh. Um, his his last speech or his last, he talks all about what he his journey through getting the you know getting the diagnosis for pancreatic cancer and. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a heck of a speech. I've seen it quite a few times, uh, just over the timeline, every once in a while it pops up, but Randy Posh, P-A-U-S-C-H. Yeah, that's it.
1: Well, let me, yeah. let me ask you a question. If, if I, uh, if we Google those, those two links and put them in the description of the podcast for people to watch, would that be a problem? No, uh, no, I no, would no. say no. I would no. say no. Well, I could put that up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll send you the link to the Chibi Um Wow. Just uh, every time I watch it, tears. Um, truly. So uh, I guess the, the, before we go into off the cuff, maybe, uh, and we've already done that a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> um, I mean, again, we're going to do it yeah, again. Yeah. I, I would say the biggest thing here is to live life like every day is your last. And we talked about that. Go after life like it's going to escape your grasp and hold it with that type of grip. Like it, like it wants to release itself from you and you refuse to let it go. That's how I feel people should go after life. And it, when we talk about, you know, living every day like it's your last, it's not a morbid statement. It's it, when you talk about not knowing because we don't know, live life in the moment. Live life, you know, live for the day. And and you know, win the day is is a saying. Uh I trained uh, a football team, and I don't think they're the ones who championed this particular saying. Uh, but um they use it. Uh Crestview, the Crestview running rebels uh in Northeast Ohio, Columbiana County. I trained them for quite she's six years. Um, and uh I remember one of the shirts they gave me. Uh, on the back, it said, win the day. And it was so popular. And no matter where I wore that shirt, somebody made a comment to me about that shirt. It, it, it definitely, um, it, it definitely adhered to a lot of folks, um, in, in their own lifestyles and what they're doing. So, uh, win the day. That's what you have to do. Uh, you have to win the battle before you win the war. Every step is the battle every day, every hour of every day is the battle. If you're worried about what's going on two weeks from now to win the war, I mean, that's, that's, you, you're, you're going to lose every battle all the way there. So you have to win the battle before you win the war. I always tell every athlete that. And I, uh, I, I believe that 100%. So there's that. Um, that. What we're talking about and off the cuff today. Joe, let me ask you a question. I'm, I I I mean it, it is what it is. I got to ask you. You are told you have our our mother's going to yell at us. You shouldn't yeah. be putting this on him like that. Uh now I'm going to hear about it for saying that on this podcast. Yeah. Um folks, let me tell you this first and foremost. We have a ball of joking. We have the two best parents anybody could ever ask for um i wouldn't change my parents for anything in the world and i could tell you that we love to joke around um i'm not going to lie to you yeah heck yeah my mom was a stickler heck yeah she was a disciplinarian and uh and and, and so be it uh but we always like to mess with her and we always like to joke around uh and same thing with my dad um so uh you know that, that's that when we when we talk about mom and dad uh, trust me, it's completely for a laugh um, and and not because we literally hide under our porch every time they come over because they're going to go off on us or attack us verbally. <laughs> uh, we're not worried about that. So please understand that when we when we joke around. But um, I, I think Joe, my question to you is, What's your bucket list? What What do you do if you're told you have? There's movies about this too, right? I mean, you see uh, movies. The bucket Morgan list. Freeman. we've got Freeman. Yeah. Jack. Jack. Uh, Nicholson. Nich- yeah. Um, what
0: are you? What are you picking? What's your top five? Uh, well, let's see. Hmm. I you know.
1: Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't in space travel, do you, yeah, offer, I do. if the
0: Yeah, I mean, deep sea diving, it wouldn't be anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, this I, day, yeah, I don't I, know how to do I that. I guess, I guess that's uh, bad timing based on what just happened with that unfortunate, uh, really bad situation. Yeah,
0: I would. You know, again, I don't think I would do anything too crazy. I mean, honestly, um, if it if it was down to it and I had the opportunity, I mean, I guess. I think I would like to meet certain people. Sure. That would be more my thing. I don't think I would do something that would run up the bank account. (laughs) Hey, honey, I know I'm about to go, but let's, I'm about to spend $10,000 here or $20,000 there. You can afford it. I'll be gone, not dealing with any of it. You got this. No, I can't, you know, I wouldn't do that to my family, but, but, you know, I mean, uh, I think there was certain people that I would like to meet that I would like to shake their hand at least let them know that they had some sort of impression on my life at some point. And I, I'm talking about, you know, specific celebrities and, uh, you know, different music artists and, uh, you know, just, just people like that. Um, I think that would be more along the lines of, of how my bucket list would go. And then, uh, at least, at least, uh, uh, you know, it, while I still was, 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 had my faculties, uh, I, I would have to uh, man, I'd have to just take a good month out of Florida <laughs> and yeah. just live, just enjoy. I mean, what swim. else can you do? Swim with the sharks? Would you would you do no. anything? You know, no, 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 no that's crazy. I listen about, if I'm told that I have two weeks, I'm not trying to thessen it to one. <laughs> I'm not going in there. There's sharks in there. Forget that. I sit on the beach. I watch everybody else go out and be short-paced. That's all right.
1: Now, uh, would you would you do anything just ridiculous? Would you literally, at midnight, run up and down your street ringing everybody's doorbell?
0: No. See, this goes along the lines of what we were talking about before, where what if it's someone who's, you know, well, well, a <laughs> little out there? Uh, Yeah. I didn't say in your underwear. I just yeah. said, would you rather be- No. What are you doing? Of course. What's wrong with this guy? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't, I, I, you know- I, I don't think anybody in their in their normal state of mind. I wouldn't do anything outside of what you know would be like a normal state of mind. Um, you know, just it for why I, I you know I don't want my the last usually Usually, most people remember is the very last memory they have of you, and it should be of the guy running up and down the street. Do you remember when Joe used to ring the doorbells, and that's all they will ever remember. I mean, I could not save I, think- I could have saved children in a fire here, and but, oh yeah, that's the guy who was ringing everybody's doorbells that night. I think I would, I think, I think I would,
1: the craziest thing I would do, and Generation X is going to get it, but nobody else. I would drive to my first girlfriend's house. I don't think she lives there anymore. But if she did, let's, let's just assume I would get out of my car, Oh, get my, God, my, no you my radio. <laughs> I
0: yeah.
1: would put Peter Gabriel on. And I would hold the radio over my head. got to wear the trench coat. And I got to wear the trench coat. <laughs> now, If you're an 80s fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, you're going to have to figure the whole thing out. I'm not going to explain it to you. That oh, they had a crazy really thing. Seen, I they, they had to have really see a picture. Yeah. So there's that. But I don't think the people that live there now would be happy. Um, but I mean, you know, hey, I can't help the fact that the family moved. I don't have control over that. So that would, be, that would be something. But no, you know, I got, I'd like to meet Kenny Loggins. Uh, I would have loved to meet John Cusack if he was still alive. Uh, I would love to travel the world. I'd love to go to Greece. I'd love to go to Italy. Never been to either one. Um, I'd like to go to Australia. So, I mean, I would like to visit. I saw this awesome picture of the city of Jerusalem.
0: Have you ever? Have you seen? You know what? That's know that is the I one thing. The one thing that I would do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would absolutely love to
1: go to those particular places where everything that happened in the Bible happened. Because I think a lot of people forget this, Joe. Uh, the Bible. A lot of people think that that there's a lot of people don't realize. I believe that everything that happened during biblical events was no more than. Was it even the size of, it wasn't
0: even the size of the United States. It was like, um, it was in the, in a scale of things, the old Testament was roughly the size of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's not like it's impossible to be able
1: to, to, you know, be over there and and see all of that.
0: Um, Well, now mind you, that also includes the Tigers and the Euphrates. That's all the way over there. Because at yeah. one point, the people of Israel were exiled into that area, into that yeah. region. So, I mean, that's quite a way off. That's actually where they believed uh, Eden was at one point. Okay. But but nobody really knows where that was. Um, but but the point is, yeah, the the whole thing was roughly the size of Texas. And if I had, yeah, that would probably be, if there was going to be something extravagant, that would be the thing that I did. And it would just be to be in the places... And then, of course, there's the the one thing that everybody does when they go, because I mean, how don't you uh, get baptized in the Jordan River? You know, oh. I mean, that's you got to do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so, so there is, you know, all of that. But I've seen, I've actually belonged to uh, one of the Facebook groups where it's uh, uh, something about Jerusalem, where they show you, you know, everything. Did uh, like you ever Peter's house and yeah. You know, did you ever see downtown Jerusalem in the evening
1: like like not downtown it's not like a but, but like the city yeah, right. itself wow yes yes yeah it's awesome I, I mean, mean. Uh, yeah for sure so I mean that's yeah definitely um shoo, man that would be you know, I that would be I'd be awestruck I think the whole time um but those are just some of the things that I could think about of the top of my head. There's certain athletes that I would love to meet. There were not just great athletes, but inspirational to me as well. Um, they weren't only just great on the field, on the court, uh, on the diamond, um, uh, on the uh, you know, uh, on the track. They they were on the basketball court. They were fantastic champions of life as well, and uh, what they brought to the table and how they used their platform the right way, um, for sure. You know, guys like hey folks you can you can argue with me all day long I don't want to hear it <laughs> Pete Rose belongs in the baseball Hall of Fame and that's my final answer and 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 so that's just one person I would like to meet um it's just it's it's uh I've been to Great Bay I've been to Lambeau field uh and of course I'd like to go there again uh love to meet Vince Lombardi Obviously, maybe someday I will. Uh, kind of
0: hoping, <laughs> but uh, uh, we don't know that. Uh, you know so, what they? You know what they say. There's a, we're going to be very, very confused and shocked at the people we see in heaven, at the people we don't see in heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: there's that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I guess, I guess that's really all I could think about at the top of my head as far as. Um, I don't know why I I think I picked Kenny Loggins and John Cusack because all I could think about were eighties movies and what two people from the eighties are, are more relevant in eighties movies in terms of music theme songs and directing than those two guys. Uh but I, I think more so because I would love to pick their brains and just hear the stories of, of how that all came together. You know, you see the interviews, but to sit there with them, I'll tell you another person I, I, I would have loved. To me, it was Robin Williams. Uh, Uh, People, yeah, people like that. I mean, just to listen to, I saw a study that was done. A thousand women every year, young women, go to Hollywood to look for fame. Yeah. And a lot of people think that the reason for that is more uh, glamour, arrogance. um, What's the word I'm looking for? uh, vanity yeah. is the word I'm looking for. And it's really not. Nope. A lot of times we're looking for fame for a different reason. A lot of people who are famous are looking for fame because they want their lives to mean something long after they're gone. They legacy. want to have, they want that legacy. They want purpose uh, because there's going to come a time when at some point the last person that knew you on earth passes away. Yep. And that's when you, you actually, I tell people, it almost feels like you die twice. Yeah. You die once and your life is celebrated. And then the last person that knew you passes away and you die a second
0: time. Listen, uh, I've... No, uh, it's kind of strange, but go ahead. Yeah. I've said it before. I mean, a hundred years after you're gone, nobody's talking about you. No. Um, You know, listen... you can and have said this george washington okay well i mean he's very famous he's in all these books he's a. when's the last time i'll bet this conversation that you thought about george washington well
1: i gotta tell you you picked the wrong guy i have a 10 year old okay. you know you know him and you know what well, that, that's he folks that why, before, you, so before you, that then yeah it, it, it had been a while okay but folks my 10 year old um is hooked on Presidents of the United States, and not just them, but he knows their wives' names. He knows how they passed away. He knows how their wives passed away. He knows uh, who was assassinated, who the person was who assassinated them, where they lived. Uh, it's it's uh, it's intriguing.
0: By George Washington, and, and if you if you know the date of any of those things, he'll tell you what day of the week it happened as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it work? Ba- does it work backwards? I, I don't. Can he even know. do it backwards? You got to try. You got to try one time. I don't know how he does it. I don't even. You 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 got to try one time. Ask him, ask him about, about what the, ask him what day of the, well, no, I know it does because he asked me for my birthday and told me what day of the week I was born.
1: Yeah. If you, if you say to my 10 year old Jordan, if you ask him, Jordan, uh, the year 2025, August 3rd, what day is that? And he'll go, that's easy. Uh, Wednesday. And sure enough, it is. Every time. And I don't know what he does in that brain, but he nails it every time. Um, Really interesting, hyper-focus. And, uh, you know, it makes you wonder. It really does. It's like, wow. Um, I told him, let's go to Vegas. Let's make some money, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah. But that's, that's, I don't want this show to be something that is morbid today, you know? Right. I think... Um. Hopefully, Dad, if you're if you're watching today, you there's more that you got from this than. Well, he said he didn't say that. He said it would. It was a as a matter of opinion, didn't he?
0: Well, it, uh, it's subjective as to who the person is. If it's a person who's crazy, they may just decide. Gotcha. Well, might as well go for it. I mean, yeah. yeah I take everybody I didn't like. Here we go. You know, yeah. he's going to go anyway. So, yeah. uh and, and and I'm I am I am pretty positive that has happened. Uh, you know, I mean, all the times you, uh, somebody who's mentally ill and then you come to find out that they were, I mean, here's just a good case in point. Uh, I don't remember years ago, Mark Lawrence, he yeah. was running down the street in his boxers with a gun, you know, I didn't and know he that. Did, oh yeah. 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 And, and the point is though, he was diabetic and he was, well, he must've been high because when they, when they're high, they fly, when they're low, they go, they pass out. So his his numbers must have been up there, and uh, that was because of the the thing that he was going through. He was that numbers day are day high. They high. fly. No, no. <laughs> when the numbers are high, when their insulin level is high, they fly. Oh. Okay. When it's okay. low, they go. Okay. They pass out. Well, so you okay. had me for a minute. I was like, he was. No, 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 no. It's not. I maybe. I don't know about that, but but I could say this. That's not what was what was in the news that day. So, But it was, you know, it was because of, of you know, what was ever happening with his insulin. Uh, the point is, though, here he's already sick and he could have, I mean, could have did anything. And, you know, yeah. y- you have to wonder and, and then could have. So it's not to say just even somebody who who is who is uh, mentally ill and finds out, you know, it could be somebody who's slowly declining, and this happens to be a... yeah. Their their metabolic health is not yeah, it's right. not well. But yeah. well, no, I'm saying it could actually it could have that effect on their brain to where mm-hmm. they start to lose it through the sickness. You yeah, know? I mean, there's there's all, all sorts of things that that are gonna yeah. affect your mental fac- faculties. I'm sure. Gotcha. so yeah. there's there that. is that, and and I get that. I I have something for 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 you today too. I, no 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 can't do it can't do it it will over politicize this show and i just can't do it all i could say is they were wrong to pull the jason aldean video from the ether they were wrong dead wrong i know you don't know anything about it there was a video that was put out today it was called and i know who jason aldean is but yeah it was a video in uh, the, the song had to do with you know if you tried that in, our, in, in my town. And it's talking about some of the things that are happening today, and uh, it, it got turned into there was no, there was nothing absolutely nothing 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 wrong with it, and somebody screamed racism, and and, and they pulled the video, like they canceled. I'm like, you've got to be me. there was nothing. I mean, it would be like saying what I just said is racist, and all I'm doing is quoting a thing, all I'm doing is quoting a headline. It would be like saying what i just I said. tell you what you know some people might be insane. saying it's you know. like anybody could just scream wolf and and next thing you know because here's what happened
1: i'm getting happens. i'm getting so sick and tired of this
0: it's not even well I, i'm telling you here's here's what happens you get one person who has an opinion and then they say something and then it just nobody watched the video afterward. you know what i'm saying most of the people commenting and doing their thing they never went and did the research or watched the video or knew anything about it you know what I'm saying? They just jumped on the thing. Oh, well, they said it was racist. It must be racist. And it just goes. And there's so many of these people anymore. I'm so sick of it. So sick of it. I say whatever. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I just, a part of me was like, you know, don't say it. But you know what? It needs to be said. There are some things, folks, that I, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, because I, as soon as it got pulled, I see, you know, under that post, all these people were super upset about how it got pulled. But nobody's doing anything about it nobody's gonna nobody's gonna you know so we have this platform so maybe i could say this in 2023 in july the day that jason aldean got canceled for absolutely no reason maybe somebody will look at that and say hey he's not racist i don't know i don't know i'm so sick of that. i can't figure it out how do you figure out lunacy how do you figure it out don't you have to be a lunatic to figure out lunacy
1: I've been trying to figure it out since 2020 now. I can't figure it out. That's what I'm saying.
0: And there's for good reason. You have to, you know, they say game recognizes game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably better that we can't. That's what I think. Hey, if you
1: overthink it, your brain will fry, actually. So, I mean, you know, hey. I, it's it, it, And I know a lot of people are like, what happened to, like, bicep curls and leg curls and intermittent fasting and the ketogenic yeah they're here too we said it we said this from the very beginning okay we started the show off that way but we've always said mind body and spirit and we talk about the mentality and how you focus and all this comes together from, from physical health and fitness and nutrition to mental health to how we guide ourselves in life has everything to do with your health so we're not going to just stick to push-ups um that's not what we're going to do But it's kind of ironic that I bring that up because we're only, you know, we we have a a great show coming up soon in this podcast where we're going to talk about sets and reps. Uh, It might not be the next episode, but just to give you guys a heads up, we're going to be talking about sets and reps and some interesting ways to look at them and do them and how time can be just as big of a factor in terms of how long you work out and just use a timer rather than sets and reps. Or are more more reps and more sets better than just one long set? We're going to talk all about that. And it was interesting because I I received a message from Miss Michaela, one of my athletes, uh, who uh, we stay in touch. And she sent me a message. She said, Coach, what about this? And she she was asking me about sets and reps. Um, And uh, I said, you know what? Maybe this is a... Well, I, I told her that I'd already had it written in the notes as a show to do. And I said, maybe this is a good time. Uh, to get the information out there to people, so we're not going away from exercise and nutrition, folks. But we have, you know, we like to be a little more diverse. Uh, and so, when you see us go off the cuff and maybe rant a little bit about certain things, you haven't seen nothing yet. Um, just stay tuned. Keep watching Two Brothers One Mike every Wednesday at nine o'clock. Joe, you, Joe, you tell them
0: exactly what it is they need to do absolutely so until next week i want to remind all of you be sure to give us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service also if you have any thoughts questions comments or opinions you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description and finally remember to join us every wednesday morning 9 a.m eastern standard time for new episodes now on behalf of coach tony and myself thanks for listening all right everybody out there listen be the best you. i
1: know i say that all the time uh, Joe, I mean on our way out the door here today. Just say it for me one time. Okay, one time. Bosey. No. Can't do it. Sorry, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: what if I could change that? It, 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 there's, isn't there an accent
0: over the E? Does yeah. that mean it's a long I think there is. It I mean, would be a straight. It would be a straight. It wouldn't be a cause then it would be Bose. Yeah, I don't I don't care. If it would be Bosey, there would be a long
1: the two E's, maybe. Or maybe two E's. I don't know. I've been calling to Bosey. Nobody at work has corrected me. I'm going to get to the bottom of that. I'll tell you that right now. I think they're doing it on purpose, or maybe these guys don't even know. That might be even the situation. I'm going to stick with it and see if somebody corrects me. I'll, I'll keep everybody updated. I know this is a very important issue. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm championing the loop. Champion. Championing. 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 I don't know. <laughs> When they want to champion a movement. I'm just saying (laughs) promoting. I'm not saying promoting a movement.
0: All right.